What's up, podcast peeps? You're listening to the South Central Sports Podcast, the one and only 12th Region Sports Podcast, and the only podcast that highlights the student athlete. You guys are listening to the South Central Sports Podcast, the 12th Region Sports Podcast, and the only podcast that highlights the student athlete brought to you by Seabold Heating and Air. This is Cool Kenny G. I'm joined with uh, my co-host, Jimmy Clarkston, and Lee Eldridge with White Raven Media. How are you guys doing this evening? Yeah, we're good. Man. He forgot the vitamin C. He forgot the vitamin C. Yeah, well, I... I... I should have added that in, but I didn't. Um, I, I was actually going to add a new segment to the that intro and put um, often. Uh, how's it work? Often, <laughs> often du- imitated, never imitated. duplicated. That's what I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> yes, yeah. So uh, we have wow. become a, a, a popular. Like I said, a lot of people are going to do what we do, but anybody can tweet <laughs> a score. But we're all about highlighting the athlete, so that's what we're going to do. Um, but this show, this show is going to be. A predom, you know, I can't even say it. Predominantly, mm-hmm. a football show. We're going to talk about because um, tonight, Friday night, football season kicks off, and we're yeah. going to talk about some of the games in our area that might pique your guys' interest. So, let's get with it, guys. What game are you most looking forward to this week, tonight, or tomorrow? Oh, I am looking actually forward to the Danville game. Uh, I, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I could be wrong, that uh, the Somerset and Garrett County game. I think both of those uh, teams are still trying to find themselves, so that could be kind of a, you know, a, not an exciting game. But I really got high hopes for this uh, Danville Lincoln County game. I think that's going to be a shootout and a barn burner, and I really wish I could make it to that one. Yes, yeah. um, it, it's the first game of the Death Valley Bowl. Lincoln always plays yeah. first in the Death Valley Bowl. So you got Danville at Lincoln, Death Valley Bowl. Then you'll have uh, Somerset versus Garrett, uh, correct. But yeah. um, Danville-Lincoln is interesting. And I will tell you what I've heard. I've heard Danville is legit. That's what so, I've heard, too. <laughs> I, I, and Lincoln, uh, you know, I've not seen them play. I'm not going to make a judgment call, but I have heard – that they have some things to work out. Let's just, you know, it work, I'm going to say what it is. So if Lincoln competes with Danville and it's a good game, or if Lincoln beats Danville, I'm going to say look out for Lincoln County. Mm-hmm. Um, but Danville could be a team to reckon with this year. Jimmy? Yeah, Danville came, yeah, Danville came up as number four in our uh, preseason rankings. And I know I remember, <laughs> I remember I told, uh, Seabold whenever he mentioned earlier, I was like, you're going to be surprised who number four is. And, and you know, everybody who got the votes in, they all voted. It was legit. I think it was number four. Danville was legit number four. So, and that's where they ended up being number four. And, um, you know, they're going to have some standout athletes like Demar Brown and, and, but they got a, you know, their quarterback situation. That's, that's what's going to be the, the, 
the telling thing here. Did you have to throw him out there because he's been giving you a hard time on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely. Hey, let me let me tell you something. Like I told uh, whoever it was I mentioned, I was like, look, I was like, there's only so many characters I can put on these tweets. Yeah, <laughs> so. and, and and just to back Jimmy up, man, he he, I think uh, you know we pitched in maybe a little bit, but Jimmy really headed the entire research thing. Uh, a research department, basically, of this, and and he, <laughs> dude, I mean, yeah. the information that he collected, I couldn't find. I so, even went back and tried right. to find it. Like, we don't have this ESPN.com slash high school sports of Garrett so, County, or so. Like, it's hard to find this information. So, props to Jimmy on this, but yeah, right, wait, wait. some things are going to be a loss in the cracks. I Lee, you just by trying to help Jimmy, you just threw him <laughs> under the bus, brother. Because now, because now, no matter what's wrong with our rankings, Jimmy's going to get all the blame. No, see, I think I, <laughs> I think he's a big boy. He can handle it. He gets but, all the blame for anything. But see, does. what everybody don't know is, is none of us did the rankings at all. Period. Like none of us even That's put a true. vote in these rankings. So uh, my, it's just going to go straight to uh, the to the voters yeah. who did. I actually think Jimmy asked me and Lee to vote, and I never did. Uh, I forgot so to. <laughs> forgot to. All right, then. So, anyway, but, yes, that Lincoln-Danville game is very interesting. If I get off working time, where I'm going to be at. I ain't going to lie to you. somerset Garrett, interesting, too. I think it's the same dynamic. I'm not for sure. Uh, I think Somerset has the chance to be uh, have a pretty good year. And yeah. Garrett, uh, Garrett's in, you know, I think they're in the same boat as Lincoln. They get the new coach, uh, but they lose one of their top players. They're trying to figure it out. So, I mean, um, in our poll on the 12th region uh, Twitter, Danville and I think it um, Somerset both won those polls today or yeah. this week. So uh, a lot of people are picking Danville and uh, Somerset to win. I mean, do you all have any thoughts on the Somerset-Garrett game itself? Well, I know I, rem- I went and watched the Somerset and Casey County scrimmage, and I, I was highlighting the extra bonus coverage of that game. So, And I- I'll tell you, Somerset has a running game in Guy Bailey, and, and you're going to hear Guy Bailey on this episode. But, um, you know, they're, they're, talent- they're talented more than what people think. And, um, you know, I think that you're going you're gonna to see them come out and really compete. Um, yeah, now, when Jim- it comes to Lincoln and Garrett, um, you know, me and Lee were both at that game also. And, you yeah. know, Garrett's running game is legit. And, and Sawyer Horton's uh, is a quarterback to look for. But, uh, you know, the key thing for them is it's going to be who's going to stand out and be a playmaker. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. I, you know, from from what I could tell, both sides have has some athletes. I, I think that there's some uh, some real talent there as, as, as long as they can highlight it and get it going. Um, but Garrett seemed to really want to pound the ball hard and keep running it. Yeah. And uh, as as long as as long as the other team can really uh, handle their run and and their you know quick passes out and the and the 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 screens that they've got that Garrett's going to utilize, I really do think that Garrett can possibly pull out an upset. But but we'll have to see. And and we learned something the other night when we talked to Coach Foley uh, from Southwestern, and we talked about why they were primarily a run team. And it was simple because um, although they have uh, capable quarterbacks, they didn't have a, a um, and I'm trying to say this the right way, but uh, they didn't have a quarterback or a, the offense to just sit back there like uh, the uh, some of the other teams in the area have. Right. But Gary County lost players here, I'm sorry, uh, but who played quarterback. So now they've got a void there. they got to find 
back. And 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 they're going to and the reason why they're productive because they don't know they can throw it yet. Who are they throwing the ball to? Mm-hmm. You, you know, so a lot of teams that in that area are going to a lot. So Garrett saying this from seeing them play, and as the week, you know, first couple weeks, we'll be able to tell uh, a mm-hmm. little bit more about exactly these teams we can Somerset, nothing about them. I don't know. I just got to I mean, they're through Twitter on some things. I think they're young, but they're talented. They're hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Jimmy got ghosted. Bad night in there. But it's it's all right. It's all right. It's happens. And like I said, these I, like the every, when it's everybody gets figured out what we're doing and you know gets used to it, then it it'll, it'll it all work out. But I'm eager to see what Spencer Crutchfield County uh, Rome wasn't building overnight. They say it. Uh, but anyway, on East Jessamine Dunbar at Dunbar, I think uh, on our oh, it was percent Dunbar. Mm-hmm. Justin Heisel, which I hey, TikTok, <laughs> I did it. I can throw it out there. Uh, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> the, we'll see your response. The, see what your response going to be. Uh, but the Jaguars. Um, doesn't look like a lot of people have faith in them at Dunbar. I don't know a lot about Dunbar. Uh, what do you guys think as far as that game goes? You know, I think that, you know, East is, is predominantly them in a run game for the past couple of years. And I know, like I said in, in our last episode, they lost a huge asset to their offense and uh, Taji Jackson. So, uh, you know, when we talked to Justin a little bit, he said that there was a couple of playmakers going and, and they had a, uh, wide receiver, and I can't remember his name. Forgive me, but um, that was going to step up, and so I mean, it's I'm eager to see how how they're going to respond to to losing such an impactful player. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But on the on the flip side, the, the defensive side, the uh, the Jaguars do have that cornerback coming back, and uh, or cornerback coming back, and you know, with 30 tackles and 43 just last season. Yeah, um, dude. I mean, that's if you can stop stop an offensive game, you can you can go far in the game, and you can make up for some of those uh, holes that might be there. So, um, you know, as long as their defense holds true and, and can even improve from last season, I think they'll just be. I think they'll be just fine. Yeah, defense wins championships. So, uh, well, like, I didn't want to say the cliche, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> no, I, I, I listen. A long time ago, I had my, my first job was working at a yes, was working at a food. And uh, this was oh, when I yeah. was 18, 19. Yeah. And I've, and I've always been a little bit of a gambler. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there, even in my younger days. and wait to see where you're going with this. <laughs> uh, there was an older man there. He wasn't real old at the time. His name was Billy. I, I can't remember his last name. And it was the year, the, the, the first year the Ravens won the championship, the year they had the incredible defense. Well, every week we would bet on a football game. Or there, we bet on every playoff game. And I lost every single game. <laughs> and wow. after it was all over with, he looked at me and he said, never bet against a great defense. So wow. I've always, always never bet against a great defense. So anyway, all right, moving on from the next, next one, we got Pulaski at Belfry. We also put that on our Twitter and Pulaski won. 58% of the vote. But now I will tell you this. 
Belfry held the lead for the longest time, and I think some of the Pulaski County people got a hold of it, mm-hmm. and they uh, uh, they got it out there, and Pulaski's pulled up to now being the favorite to win. But um, that seems like it could be uh, probably the – I mean, that could be a bloodbath of a game. Yeah, I know Pulaski County ended up – they're number three in our preseason, and, um, you know, they're, they got – two All-State receivers coming back and Barrick Williams, who was injured last season, and they got Chandler Gobby. And, you know, I know they lose Drew Polston, who who was a big asset to their offense. But, you know, Bryson Duggar, as Coach Hines talked about a couple well, a couple episodes ago, that, you know, he was going to step in for that role. And, you know, they've got a lot coming back on both sides of the ball. So, you know, but the travel to Belfry, though, I mean, God, that's going to be a long bus ride. <laughs> where where <laughs> is Belfry at, anyway? Where, is Belfry... It's like, West Virginia. It's near the West Virginia border. Okay, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Right there. Man, they're, they're, I might stop by that game. I'm going to be way out there for yeah, Painesville. Yeah, they, be they're, they're called, they called it the pond. They're playing at the pond. Is that right? I think so, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, go ahead, Lee. No, a plane at the pond, well, there's something that out, outsizes a pond, and that's a giant <laughs> ship, and... Uh, I'm going to tell you what, Coach Hines seemed really fired up in that interview we had with him. And if you didn't listen to that, go back a few episodes and check that out. He's a he's a great guy, great connection that we that we've been able to establish through this. And 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 you know we're rooting for we're rooting for Coach Hines and his squad this year. So um, I think he can pull it off. I think he's got some real talent there, and some uh, some returning players that's really going to make some differences, man. But uh, you know, uh, if there's one thing that we all like to say in Pulaski County and us at South Central is uh, hashtag burn the ships, baby. So I think, I think <laughs> yeah. there's no looking back for Pulaski. That's right. I want to give a disclaimer for everybody. We were 12th region teams. So when 12th really? region plays, yeah. we try to – but if you're not in the 12th region, <laughs> yeah. we're, 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 say, we're does, against does, you. Belfry's not 12th, are they? <laughs> No. 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 Okay. Good. <laughs> so I don't think they are. are. I'm gonna. I'm gonna burn them. Are, are they in the thirteenth? They're not the thirteenth, are they? No, they're not the thirteenth. No. Jimmy says that the third network has listens to us and and uh, yeah. and they might want to do some uh, inter. This maybe in a rivalry. Yeah. Like have a bowling match or something. Thirteenth <laughs> region. Versus South Central Sports, let's do something. Let's do something. But anyway, hey, <laughs> another game that's really big in the area that uh, a lot will be on will be Rock Castle versus. And I think that one is at is it at Rock Castle? I think it I'm is not at Rock sure. Castle. Yeah, at the Rock. So hey, I mean that. I mean that that could be a really, you know. He ranked, I think, last in our poll or in yes, our preseason. Yeah, uh, I've been hearing rumors that, I mean, I've heard people close to the program say they're better than what anybody really thinks they are. Very uh, much out of Rock Castle, but, I mean, when the Rockets and the Rebels clash. I mean, Rock Castle came in at number nine in our preseason rankings, and a lot of people were like, what is going – like, I had some responses like, what? But, you know, they lose Matthew Chastain, who we all – like, we talk about this a lot, and we've talked about who's – a lot of the run game. Like, a lot of our 12th region teams have been predominantly run teams, like like an East Chessman and 
and Somerset and Southwestern, but like Rockcastle lost a huge asset. I think Chastain was our leading tackler also. So um, they've got a lot coming up, and they've got some they've got some spots they need to fill, and a lot of you know the eyes are going to be on them. But Casey County, you know they they've got Ethan Willoughby, and they all, and I tell you what, the other night I watched Somerset and Casey play. Solomon Stonebreaker is is fast. Like he's a, he's a receiver that we're going to look for in the next couple of years because, you know, that connection that they had the other night at Somerset was spot on, legit. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm going to bet what Jimmy said. I I don't think I got much to add to it, mainly because I just am unfamiliar with both teams. Um, but you know, Casey County, that they, they, I think they're the ones that slid into our DMs talking a big game and. Um, yeah. we, we, we back them and we got faith in them and we hope to see the best out of them, man. And, and, um, but I think the rebels are up for a task against rock castle because, you know, uh, that's just, uh, you all said, <laughs> I'm, I stand by good. my, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I was proven wrong <laughs> anything like that, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, so, but... <laughs> it's, it don't count. Uh, but no, anyway, but hey, they're not sitting their starters though. That's all I got to say. No, <laughs> you know, you know, talking about, and I've watched, a, I watched a lot of high school football over the last uh, ten years, probably. And the one thing I can tell you about the teams that win titles can throw. They can yeah. throw and they can run. Now, yeah. there are going to be teams that are predominantly run that will win, but a lot of time, like a Bull County, a Bull County can run the ball. They can throw the ball in the years past, and that's why they win. Uh, and, and this going back off something Jimmy said, you know, most of these teams that just run, 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 they're very one-dimensional. The defense packs the box, and it's just a mono, a mono. And, and there's really no, you know, that threat of being able to throw the ball opens up a lot of things. You know, a team that can do a multiple, uh, multiple things is more successful. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Rock Castle's always been in my when I think Rock Castle, I think mean and tough, and mm-hmm. just ground and pound. I, I, I do. That's what I think. Um, so what type of style of football are they going to play? Are they going to play that tight? And then Casey County. I think Casey County is, is a team that can do a little bit of everything in years past. You know, they can throw it. They can uh, uh, run it. What type of, you know, Stonebreaker just reminds me of a guy that's got something in his playbook that he don't, tell nobody about that could bring it out right. anytime <laughs> you, you know so go ahead and he's energetic like and, and i was like i was on both sides of the sidelines the other night and you could like he was energetic on the sidelines like stonebreaker was into it like i couldn't even tell i was like where is he at because he was at one part of the of the uh, one end of the field and the next time he was on the other end of the field i was like oh my goodness like he for his age up and down the yeah, it's oh did you just crazy. call him old bro <laughs> i did not call him old. No. <laughs> you just called him old, man. Jimmy, no, you're call, not. We call we called him athletic at his age. That's what we exactly. Said. I wonder how he's older than me. I know that nobody's older than you, buddy. You're the oldest. Of the yeah, no. Nah, he's graduated. He he was coaching high school football when I graduated high school. So I, he's older than me. And you just took the biggest. The way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. I'm I'm old I'm old and don't care so I <laughs> I got my life I've done lived half my life it's so it's all good <laughs> but anyway all right let's look down the list here uh, a couple of out of regional games or how, I don't know technically I look at it as region but they, they may not be out of the games for them but you have Wayne versus Clinton 
really hard to talk about teams like Clinton. Uh, you know, I, I just – I really don't know. So, we're going to yeah. root for Wayne and that. Southwestern versus, versus Madden, Madison Southern. Uh, oh, that's and that's at Madison Southern, too. Yes, I'll be keeping an eye on that, see how Southwestern does. I mean, they got – I think they got high expectations. Um you know, I, I think they feel like they could throw the ball a little bit this year from our talk with Coach Foley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that's a team to watch out for. We're definitely going to keep an eye on that score. And then um, Jackson versus McCreary Central. I'm interested to see what McCreary Central, Central does because I feel like they feel like they could have a better year than they've had in the past. And they want to get mm-hmm. to a playoff game and pop a playoff game. The district, uh, yeah. You know, you know, I'm eager to, and actually, I did down there, uh, right in front of their school the other day. And if it looks horrible, I apologize. <laughs> it was his fault. Sorry, McCray Central. Yeah. Uh, you got Bob West Jessamine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, it's the first week's all difficult because you don't yeah. know what you're going to actually looking at. You're yeah. going off what they have <laughs> thing. You know, after about two or three weeks into the season, you what people are good at, what they're not, you know, and, and you could make more of an assessment. You got Tate's Creek, Mercer County. Yeah. I'm interested to see how Mercer does, especially with uh, Craig Yeast new, over that team yeah, now. Yeah, the new coach. Yeah, yeah he's, he's really building a program over there. There's a lot of eyes on what he's able to do over there. Um, there's a lot of a, a lot of potential uh, out of Harrodsburg right now with, with Yeast. So um, I'm really wanting to go check them out one day this year and, and try to see what they've got going on over there because I think he's building something special over there they, in Mercer they, County. They're one of the teams they, who lost probably a majority, a lot of the a lot of players too. Now, let me ask you guys, who did Wes Jess hire as their coach? Did we, did we ever hear that? I've never, uh, never heard who their new coach was. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know who it is. Um, I need, we need to figure that out. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm looking it up. <laughs> there you go. Look it up. But anyway, and then we also have Boyle playing Scott Madison, Mar- Indiana. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. Scott, Scott Marsh. Marsh. Marsh is his name. Coach Marsh. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, so you have Boyle playing Madison, Indiana. And now these out of state games work one or two or two ways basically. You either they Boyle either wins by forty or they lose by forty mm-hmm. on this. Uh, usually these out of state games are kind of. And I don't see Boyle losing by forty. I'm just telling you. Uh, I watched the Madison Indiana last year and where because they were in the same bowl as the Little Caesars Fort Hare Bowl and actually they played Mercer County. And Boyle played Tate's Creek, so it vice versa this year. And okay. Madison, Indiana was not very good. <laughs> like, okay. and and you know, Tate's Creek was <laughs> was very close. So, well, now, um, it could change. Boyle, yeah, Boyle has lost a lot. Let's not. Yeah. Let's, let's, I mean, they lost Jagger Gillis, uh, senior leader quarterback. That <laughs> Cole <that's>, Lanner. <laughs> you know, you lose Cole Lanner uh, playing for UK now. I mean, they, they, those two big pieces of their offense. I'm not worried about their defense. Now, last year we talked about their defense starting mm-hmm. off slow, but by the end of the year, it was lights out. I don't see that this year. I see them coming out of the gate, being absolutely ruthless, and that defense is going to be the reason why they end up winning the state championship, I will say. But yeah. 
Sage Dawson has done nothing but open eyes this summer or this, uh, you know, during seven-on-sevens, scrimmages. I've heard great things about Sage. So I'm I'm eager to see what type of style of a quarterback Sage brings to Boyle. You know he's mm-hmm. going to be able to run. He's going to be able to throw. You got Quisenberry in there now as he, you know, running back, wide receiver. Their offense could be so dynamic, but they're going to be – early game struggles. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to uh, have some nervousness about them. But by the end of the year, I'm going to tell you, Bulls defense is going to be on is going to be there and their offense is going to come with them. Yeah. And, and I, I, I've got, I, I've, it's going to be interesting because, you know, the, especially this first game is going to be a litmus test. We're going to be seeing what they've got. I, I just, you know, I was a I'm a Miami Heat not a fan but like I just root for them because I so appreciate the Miami Heat culture. You hear it all the time when you talk about Heat culture and, and what they represent and I see that same thing in Boyle County High School football. I think that um coach Haddix has just built something there um that really is going to tear down that you know didn't uh this new uh what what's his name Sage the quarterback is that his name? Mhm. Uh, yes. Didn't he? Didn't he uh, practice with uh, Jagger last year, and 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 was able to take some reps with him, and maybe be under be uh, like coat or like playing with him? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, he was a backup. Backup. Back okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's got some experience with those players. He's got some of those maybe like maybe habits that they had that they can do, and and just some things that he's going to be able to um, take on with him from previous years but the most important thing is just knowing what a winning mindset is and being in that position to be able to lead a team i mean all eyes every year are on Boyle county the pressure is always on Boyle county to produce because that's just what coach haddix has over there and Mm -hmm. i just i have no concerns with you know there's some huge pieces gone like cole lanter but you know the 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 wide receiver coach tyler ray a fellow garrett county alum that uh i was i got the privilege to play ball with back in the day um he's a talented coach and i think he's him with coach haddix is going to be able to put some very offensive uh good pieces together that's going to be able to uh, really do some damage this year to back that defense up jimmy you guys no i mean you know predominantly in the past couple years you know watching ball county play it's it you have to be able to beat them you pretty much had to be able to throw the ball and because you're not going to run you're not going to beat them by running because they're just they're they're not you're not going to run so they're so physical uh, dude yeah so for a team to beat Boyle I think it's going to be the same way this year they got to be able to throw the ball and you know if they could do that then they have a chance all right yeah guys this is our fo- show football Sheesh, starts I just tonight. smell the football yeah. I <laughs> smell the football <laughs> how do you fresh smell cut a football? grass oh I don't know man it's the smell I, of fresh cut grass. Those eye pain and and just some crazy high school uh, fan bases in the stands. That's everybody's got everybody's got turf now. <laughs> turf, yeah, everybody except for Lincoln County, except for Lincoln. Well, County. see, I'm just I'm just <laughs> off the Lincoln County game. You know, me and Jimmy, we just left the Garrett Lincoln County game, and I still got some grass in my nose. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, this is a show uh, coming. Haddix from the Bull County Rebels and I Bailey. From the uh, Somerset Briar Jumpers. Stay tuned, guys. Brought to you by Sebo Heating and Air, serving Central Kentucky and the 12th region since 2008. We are family owned, operated right here in the heart of the 12th region. He offers service, system replacement, and preventative maintenance. So give him a call 
at 859-304-3121 or 859-304-1555 for all your heating and air needs. And Sebo says, as always, go Patriots. It's showtime, boys. Let's get it. All right, guys, welcome back to the South Central Sports Podcast. We are joined now by head coach of the Bull County Rebels, Coach Justin Haddix. Coach, how you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing good. I said we're out here. At our, we had a little pool party after Meet the Rebels. And, uh, I was a little delayed there. I got thrown in by our team. <laughs> it, oh, <laughs> a it's okay. Right now. <laughs> Who threw you in? Uh, the whole group did. They all got, <laughs> they got in a circle. I was all, uh, it was no use fighting. <laughs> hey, uh, coach, uh, we join. We thank you for joining the uh, the podcast this week. We've been getting on every coach in our region uh, just to talk about the season and, and how it's going. Talk to us a little bit about your season that you got coming up and, and your team preview coming up. Um, you know, we start on Saturday. We get a play. We had a good scrimmage, uh, you know, last Friday against North Laurel. Uh, you know, just working at our team, you know, obviously not where we need to be and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where we want to be. But you're, you don't want to be playing your best early. You want to continue to get better and better and better. And I, I think we've got a great group of seniors. I think we've yeah. got good leadership. And, and you know, we've just got to get better each week, every day. Yeah, I know you uh, You lost a big piece uh, to your playmakers last season with Cole Lanner and Jagger Gillis. But you did be able to replace them with Sage Dawson and, and Montavon Quisenberry. Talk to us a little bit about what it's like having those two from your offense last season and what do you expect Dawson and Quisenberry to bring to you? Uh, you know, obviously Cole's just uh, – Cole's a really good player on both sides of the ball. He was smart. Mm-hmm. He knew all the positions. You know, he'd been in the offense for two years, uh, played all, a lot of different spots. And then Jagger is Jagger. You know, Jagger was a leader. Yeah. He was physical. He didn't lead by talking so much. He led by just working and, and being out there. His, he let his play talk for himself and – and that, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's just a different dynamic. You know, now having Sage and Montavian, and and you know, Sage is Sage can throw the ball. Sage is an athlete, dual threat guy, can really take it to the house. And you know, we can run some option. We can do some other things with it. Uh, and then Montavian, he's kind of the same mold that he he can play a lot of different positions. He can run it. He can go out and catch the ball. He can throw it. And you know, you add that with Avery Bodner, Dalton Stone, mm-hmm. Cole Sims, Jakey Tarter. Um, Keenan Stewart, you know, all those guys kind of going with it too. Uh, it, it makes it tough on offense to defend. Yeah. I know your defense last week, <laughs> your defense last year, probably one of the best in the state as it comes to production. I know last season you, when I looked up the stats, your op- opponent's points per game was average of 12 points. That's crazy <laughs> when it comes to statistics. Talk a little bit about what you expect this year's defense to bring. Um, you know, we lost some D linemen off last year's team, and you know that's where it starts. Last year. So we're working on new things of just kind of uh, who we got in there, and and you know you have to fit your defense to your personnel. Uh, yeah. I feel like our defense is going to be tough again. Coach Travis Burns does a great job leading our defense and our old defensive staff of Nick Mills, Jackson Arnett, and Dion McPherson. They they kind of help and yeah. and really get our kids ready to go. But we, we have a lot of those guys coming back in the secondary at linebacker position. And then, you know, led by Tommy Ziesmer, probably the best defensive player in the state, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, he's committed to go to the University of Kentucky. So, we uh, we have some pieces there, and I think they're going to play at a high level. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about uh, – I know this past couple of weeks uh, 
the situation happened in Breathitt County. I know that was that was devastating for you, and I know there was one player that stepped up for you, uh, that wanted to take a, a step forward and help. Talk to us a little bit about what he brought to your team and what how it all started. Oh, Dalton Stone is just an unbelievable kid. Uh, he's really, you know, seeing him mature in the years that I've been here, the three years I've been here, and just the relationship you have with him and. And you know he's the leader of our defense. He he he's our Mike linebacker. He he sets the he makes the calls. He sets everything up. He he brings the he he's really took on more of a leadership role this year, which has been great for us. You know because we talk about player led or coach led. You know coach led teams can be good, but player led teams can be great. And his leadership yeah. and the way he's progressing is just making us better and better. Um, you know when all that happened at Breathitt County, and and that was you know my school, my high school lost basically all their football stuff and. You know, we've had a lot of people step up. You know, he was one of the first kids to call us. Said, Coach, I want right. to – I've got a 20-foot trailer my family does. <laughs> I've got a truck. I'll, I'll drive it down there and go do it. So, it, it was great for us to get a go. And, uh, uh, you know, him wanting to do that and then us being able to help, uh, you know, our community here at Bull County, basically, we raised almost – between people in, in, in Bull County and people I knew in Western Kentucky, just all mm-hmm. over, we raised over $13,000 to go there to, to help families and uh-huh. help the football program. So, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Now, did you guys go down there? Yes, we were able to go down there, and, and okay. we unloaded supplies. I mean, it'll drop it off. And, you know, I think there was about seven or eight kids, and we took three three big trader loads and just being able to see them and show them their locker room, you know. that And it was the same locker room I had no two. And, you know, right. you talk about how how good that we have it. And then you look at, you know, when you've seen that place and, and you know, they go to their game field and see all this. And, you know, it was a great experience. Yeah. Well, Coach, I think Kenny, our other co-host, just joined on with us. Kenny, are you on there, buddy? Yeah, yeah. I'm chilling like a villain. <laughs> coach, this is Kenny. He's our other co-host. He just actually just kicked in here. Uh, we were just talking to Coach about his uh, his season and then uh, talk a little bit about Breathitt County. And is there anything you wanted to add to it? Coach, I was just uh, – I know coming from – it was a difficult decision because in the state tournament in the basketball, actually played Corbin. And some of their people with me, and as we're playing, they said, you football coach. And I said, <laughs> technically, I didn't do it. But, coach, that's a very uh, football tradition down there, too. So, what was it like making that move? Like, I know it had to be difficult leaving the Corbin to come to Boyle. It was it was a tough decision. You know, I've been there for six years, and, and – you know, our family was entrenched there. We we had, we loved the community there, but just the opportunity. You know, I knew some people at Bull County, played some people at and um, at WKU that were. You know, one of my roommates was Brad Cloud. He played at Bull. Um, you know, Seth Tammy was a guy I played with at Bull County. Me and Jacob Tammy played in the Kentucky Tennessee All Star Game together, and you knew about the rich tradition at Bull. And and then you know when they reached out to me, asked if I'd be uh, interested in the job. You know, I, I you know I listened to them and. And we mm-hmm. talks got, you know, hotter and hotter and hotter and just decided it was a better situation for us. And, you know, I don't think it could have worked out any better of us going, you know, in 20 and 2020 and 2021 winning the state championship. It's uh, it's tough to say yeah. it's a good decision. That's right. That's right. Now, Coach, I've watched you from a distance, and we haven't met yet. We probably made eye contact somewhere along the time, the way. But I love your energy, the – uh uh, you know, I, I, I think, I think the kids love it too, but now even at the football games, I don't know. I think your wife probably has more energy than you got. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 I like when we have a big crowd that way it kind of echoes around a little bit. Cause we can hear all the sidelines sometimes. Now, <laughs> you know, now, 
uh, you got to, all right, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, don't let them score. And I'm like, God, I'm out of here. Well, he got uh, thrown in the water. He got thrown in the water before this podcast started. So, yeah. She uh she definitely brings the energy over there in the stands and, and she's kind of taking that role of saying, uh, you know, it's my job and she takes it serious that she wants the the stands to to be loud and be into the game and, and she's definitely in there and you know, I said I, I get to do my dream job, but I enjoy doing is coaching kids yeah. and, and you know, when you get done playing there's a there ain't many other things you can do. The only thing you can get closest to is coaching and, and being part of it is uh you know, that's as close as I can be to it. So I'm a big kid and I get to have fun watching them have you know have a I get the best seat in the house. Hey, that's I tell you what, I would not want to arm wrestle her because whether it's that cowbell or whatever it is, it shakes the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes through a couple of them a year, those cowbells. She does. Well, coach, I don't know exactly what all you all have talked about when I joined on, but did you all talk about your football journey any about where you we, played and different things? We have not just yet. That was what okay. that was the next question I was going to ask him. All right, Coach, like, well, tell us about your football journey. Where did it start? Where did you play? Uh, how did what, from, from beginning to now, how did you get here? Um, you know, I said I started playing. I actually went to elementary school. My mom had a job in Lee County, which is the neighbor county. They didn't have football. So uh, I, I moved to Breathitt County School, which I lived there, but to play football. And you could only play in fifth grade. So I played, you know, fifth and sixth grade for the elementary school team. And then I, then I was with the middle school. And then I went on to the high school and, and, you know, I played there. We played freshman. You know, I didn't get to play as a freshman. I, I was on some special teams, maybe some, but I wasn't getting to play any of that. As a sophomore, I ended up playing defense. I was an outside linebacker on as a sophomore. And then as a junior, I was able to play quarterback. So I only started two gears in, of high school football as quarterback. And uh, I also played defense then, too. So I played, you know, three years of defense and two years of, of both ways. So, I enjoyed the, the defensive side probably as much as I did the offensive side. But, uh, you know, was on great teams. You know, we were 7-5 and five my junior year. I remember we got beat out in the second round to Belfry by one. And, you know, that kind of really drove us. We had 18 seniors. You know, they hadn't won a state championship in Breathitt County since 1996. And they'd went back-to-back in 95 and 96. And just hearing about talking about those teams, like, I'm tired of hearing about those teams. I want to be talking about us. And, we're coming off a seven and five year losing in the second round. You know, we kind of came out of nowhere and, uh, we were, we went 15 and oh, uh, won the state championship game, beat Corbin 51 to nothing. So mm-hmm. it's basically a storybook ending in, in that part. And I was able. Oh, Oh, I think we kicked that. Kentucky <laughs> on a half scholarship. <laughs> uh, I go uh, there. Uh, I'm there about three weeks and, and they decide I'm in one of the, the top ones got a chance to start, and they, they give me a full ride. I ended up winning the job as a true freshman and, and started, I think, 50-some 50, 50 games in a row, never missed a game. So, been very, very blessed to, to get a play and play at Western Kentucky with a lot of great coaches. Um, then I started – I came back and, and coached my little brother, and he was at Breathitt County. I started my first job there. I was an assistant. Didn't really get to call any plays, didn't get to do that. I was kind of the hype guy, the weightlifting guy, and just was good with the kids. For two years, uh, we lost in the state championship game my first year coaching that uh, to Louisville Central, and uh, then I got my head job. I was 25 when I got the head coaching job at Perry County Central High School. Uh, we won the schools. I think still to this date, I was there four years. We won the only two. They won, I won two. I was part of two playoff wins there, and that's the only two they won in school history. So uh, you yeah. know, blessed. They had good teams there and that. Then I 
I went on to Corbin and, uh, you know, was there for six years, uh, won the region, I think, four four out of six years, uh, played, you know, and then played state runner-up two years in a row. And now, hey, uh, you know, then I came on to Boyle County. Uh, hey, Coach, when are we going to get one of those light shows at Boyle like Corbin's got? <laughs> well, I guess when they start, it, it, it shows, you don't have to have all this stuff to win. You know, that, that's the thing. Yeah. Now, I like but it might stuff too, but uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We got a brand new field, and, and uh, you know, hopefully, we're working on an indoor hopefully soon, and and we get to get that for our kids in our community. Well, coach, since you you spent some time in Corbin, now I used to be into the wrestling scene, like professional wrestling, the ones you see at the fairs and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I'm all about the flash. Yeah. I'm all about the gimmick. I'm all about that. I I, I like the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, Coach, let's talk about the team this year. Um, you, you've got a you've got a lot of uh, got a lot of good players, a lot of Division One players. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your 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 your, your football team itself. Uh, just talking, we we've got some. Uh, you know, Tommy's East were obviously the the one. You know, feel like he's probably one of the best players in the state of Kentucky. He's up for Mister Football. Uh, one of the strongest, most athletic, talented player I've coached in my 15, 16 years coaching. Um, you know, then you got Cole Sims is another kid. You know, it's, it's a senior. Uh, it's got some. Andrew Hardwick is another one that's committed to Army. He's an offensive lineman. Uh, we, we've got some really talented kids that, that play. Sage Dawson, uh, Avery Bodner is a, is a running back that can really do a lot. We've added Montavian. Uh, you know, he's a really talented kid. We Brock Driver as a kid's going to be a sophomore. Um, never started a game, but University of Kentucky offered him. So, uh, you know, he, we've got a lot of ability and a lot of kids, and, and they're fun to coach. They show up every day, uh, ready to work hard. I know I've left a couple of them out, but, you know, we, we've got a, a ton of hardworking, solid football players, and, and that's what you win with. Yeah, yeah. Coach, you've built a, a good program, and, and all the way down you've got some good kids coming up in the uh, middle school um, – middle school ranks and and i'm gonna tell you a quick story when tommy zeesmer was about 10 he was all he was probably as tall as he is now but uh we were at church together and i actually beat him in a foot race he'll never admit it but i did so now he's probably one of the fastest players on our team i said people oh, yeah. wouldn't think that you get in a straight line tommy's top three in our team as, as far as a 40 yard dash tommy's a good kid I've, I, I've known him for a long time and uh and you just you love to see kids like him be successful, especially if they put in the hard work and, and do things the right way. You know, uh, was it Larry Bird that said it? Got a firm belief: if you do things the right way, everything usually works out. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I see, you know, our kids. Uh, we work now. Our, we're there, you know, in the whole off season, starting January the third. They're there five days a week at six thirty in the morning before yep. school starts, yep. and we're getting it in. Uh, you know, every day from that. And then you start, once we start in the spring and, you know, we do a, a rebel week, we call it, where it's early in the morning, we're out there and it's cold and we're on the turf with the lights on. And, and really, you know, our kids put the time in. That's why I am uh, it, it, get emotional thinking about just how I want them to be successful so bad because they work so hard for it. And they put that time in to do it. Uh, you know, they're not trying to get out of things and, and seeing them grow as leaders uh, with each other because they know they've got a lot invested in it. And, you know, if you have yeah. a lot invested in something, it's hard to let it go. And yeah, That's you know, right. That, and that's kind of what our kids do. Yeah, Coach, you know, when we rebranded this podcast and uh, changed things a few months ago, our mission statement was simple. Highlight the athletes. 
and we were going to do you know i mean everybody will cover sports in this area the 12th region they'll 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 tweet scores or they'll say this happened that happened we're going to take it to a whole nother level we're going to highlight the student athlete and on this show right here there's going to be an interview with a student athlete a high school whether it be softball basketball baseball football and we're going to help these kids tell their story and, and man I, I appreciate you as a coach because when i coached i kind of thought the same thing my number one rule was always kids first i didn't care it's always kids first and i appreciate you coach for uh having that mindset and that's probably probably why you're successful the way you are yeah there's no doubt i said i've got a lot of great coaches around us and you know that's been my thing about uh you know we got to have a relationship that kid's going to work a lot harder for you if he knows you care about him and, and you that's know that's right it's all about them as far as I, I said i had my time and a lot of my coaches on our staff they all played college football or they played football at some level and you know that was our time to shine and it was all about us and it was all about this i said now it's our time to put those kids and show what it takes to get that and it's that kid's time to have the best experience that they can and and You know, get better every day. Take that experience of this football and sports in general. Uh, a lot of life lessons are learned. Things ain't always going to go your way. How are you going to, you know, when something don't go your way, how are you going to react? And, uh, you know, you just got to keep grinding and keep working every day. That's right, Coach. As we wind this down, I'm going to give you a chance to talk about your opponent that's coming Friday night. Or actually when this drops, it'll be Friday. So your opponent tonight, per se. Um it, Madison, Madisonville, or Madison out of Indiana, is that Madison, correct? Indiana, Madison, Indiana, and I don't know a whole lot about them. We just got some film on them. I know they played Mercer County uh, last year, and, and we got a couple games from last year. We just got one film of them uh, yesterday. So we're right now our staff is kind of getting in what we're wanting to do, kind of the game plan is set up. You know, you don't know the level of competition that they're playing there, so it's hard to kind of see what it is, but uh, – you know, it, it's going to be a challenge. I know those first games are challenges early because, yeah. you know, hey, you got the heat's going to have – we're going to play early. Um, you worry about ball starts and penalties. You know, a lot of times early in the year you're getting more of those, just learning how to play, learning what the officials are – you know, early on sometimes they may like throw a few more flags <laughs> than they do later. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are all things that you're kind of getting ready for in a season opener. And, and you know, you just don't want to beat yourself. You know, good teams don't beat themselves. They don't have penalties. They don't turn the ball over. Uh, you know, they don't make silly mistakes. That's right, composure. Well, Coach, um, if you're in a game at Boyle and you hear somebody yell "fumble Ruski," I just want you to know it's going to be me. <laughs> so if you if you hear "fumble Ruski," you can say, "Hey, that's that Kenny Gooden cat that was on that show." Um, but anyway, Coach, we appreciate you for coming on, and I know you're a busy person, and and uh, just giving us the 15, 20 minutes you have, we really appreciate it. And hopefully we can connect with you as the year goes on. And, and Coach, hopefully once you, you know, uh, three-peat as state champs. Yep. Uh, that'd be great. Go Rebels. Thank you. Uh, you thank you, Coach. You have a great evening. See you, Coach. Listen, we all may not root for the same team. That's obvious. But one thing we can all agree on is that Grippos is the bomb. So we'd like to take a minute here at uh, South Central Sports Podcast and thank our great sponsor of Chris Hazlett, your local Grippo's dealer. Chris has done a great job giving out Grippo gift bags for our players of the game, so we want to give him a shout-out. Thank you, Chris Hazlett. Thank you, Grippo's. 
Grippos is awesome. Go to your local store and buy some Grippos. Chris also says, go Patriots. All right, welcome back to the Central Sports Podcast. Anyway, this is Cool Kenny G. I'm joined by Vitamin C, Jimmy Clarkson, and the legend himself, yep. Lee, with White Raven Media. If you want a highlight tape, check him out. Mr. Guy Bailey from Set. What's up, Guy? Uh, nothing much. Glad to, glad to be on. Uh, hey, listen. Hey, he, Go ahead. He was running over some Casey Kane Rebels the other night. Hey, Guy is an athlete, and I want to tell you about the first time I ever interacted with Guy. He may remember this, he may not, but I think he was a sixth grader at the time. And uh, I just started some my role at the Lincoln County Middle School, and we were doing some type of weird function at the end of the year, at the end of a school day or something, and we were doing all these competitions. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, I can't remember, I got Guy on the floor and he did like a full length of the basketball floor, like flips and back flips and like all this like crazy gymnastic stuff. And I was like, what did he just do? Guy, do you remember that? I do remember that. It was like a funky Friday thing. I do remember that. Yeah. What, what all did you do in that? What type of combo was there? It was like a backhand spring, standing tuck, full something. I don't know what it was. It was just like, I don't know, just a round off backhand spring tuck, I think. So do you got like uh like gymnastics experience or, or something like that in your background, dude? Oh yeah, when I was little, uh I went to the Junior Olympics in Texas. Let's oh, well. dude, you do really do do it all. My yeah, gosh. I, t- I and then <laughs> he he's play played a game of soccer the other night. Am I not am I wrong? No, you're right. Uh I played we played uh, Mercer County and we won three one. How many goals I, did you get? Because you, you do I, it all, I man. You got none. I didn't score none. No, I don't believe it. I think he scored them all. He helped. He at least assisted. Or Everybody was all eyes on Guy, so they were like, everybody's open. Hey, but, man, I, I tell you what, I, I, um, Guy does it all, no lie. And, I mean, <laughs> do, you, do you ever get tired? I mean, how's your body feeling right now? I mean, you do everything. Of course, I, I'm still friends uh, with your mom on social media, so I see all this stuff you're doing. Uh, of course, she's kind of juggling. She got, all your brothers and sisters are still at Lincoln, and you're at Somerset. <laughs> you, you know, uh, now, like, how does how does your body feel doing all this stuff, bro? Uh, you know, I, you gotta you gotta be able to recover very well. So I, I always get nice baths, and I'm always taking my recovery very seriously because you gotta if you want to be able to do that, you gotta be able to be able to perform. You know, take, yeah, facts. Take care, of the, dude. So what's it like? Uh, playing for Coach Lucas down there in Somerset. I mean, uh, uh, what do you like about being a Somerset Briar jumper? Coach Lucas is great. He's a great head coach. Uh, he he is a great role model. He just um, – he really connects with us very well. And I like being a Somerset Briar jumper because of the brotherhood we got. We got a great brotherhood and never feel left out. And, you know, you fit right in when you go to Somerset. That's right. Now, you all might know this, but um, – might not know this, but – 
guy's uh, mother, and, and I think I've always known her as Callie, right? I mean, I, I think her actual name's Callie, or, but I call her Callie. And it used to be Callie Tarter. Now it's Callie Bailey. Um, but she was a, a great basketball player herself. Has she ever told you any stories about being a basketball player? Uh, yeah, she has, and she's beat me a couple of times in a one-on-one. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. That's what, so that's why you're not on the basketball team, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not too good at basketball. I, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. But I, th- I think being good at everything else covers up for that. Like, if you're good yeah. at everything else, you can at least eliminate one sport. That, but hey, yeah. just to remember, though, like, if he's in a soccer game, you play soccer, right, guy? Is that right? Uh, Yeah, I do, and I can. Okay, so I didn't know. So you actually play for Somerset or no? Yeah, I'm on the roster. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy, was, was say, you, so where you was, imagine that? <laughs> hey, was you, where was you at the whole conversation we had like five minutes ago? Hey, bro, I've been doing some research like here on my phone with him, you know? But, like, can you just imagine, like, playing a soccer game on a Tuesday or a Thursday and then going back and playing a football game on a Friday? No. Jeez. Have you done that before, Guy? Have you ever uh, had that quick of a turnaround? No, I've not. Not yet. But I'm planning on going to a couple on Tuesdays, but definitely not Thursdays because I got to be fresh for Friday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. So, football's, so your, football's your sport, right? Like, if you had to pick one sport that you're going to try to, like, stick it out with, football's the one. Oh, yeah, football Football is my favorite. Yeah. I need to go back a little bit, and we need to talk more about this whole Junior Olympics thing. Like, like I think we just – we got we to gotta know more about this. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, Tell- when I, was, uh, I started doing gymnastics when I was little, probably like uh, six. And so then I just – I kept doing it, and I got pretty good at it. So then I went to the Junior Olympics when I was um, either 10 or 11. I can't really remember. And I won – I think I won gold in tumbling, I won bronze on the trampoline, and then silver on the mini tramp. Wow. That is crazy. That, so is that – sorry to interrupt you, Kenny. Is that where no. you, like, run, like, 90 miles an hour at a trampoline and then, like, do 40 flips in the air? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's mini tramp. But I wasn't that good. I couldn't do, like, 40. I could do one or two. But I, <laughs> I, I, I can do a half of one and fall on my butt, dude, so that beats me. I don't even. I could even like get off the ground. <laughs> I'd probably miss the trampoline. Let's be honest. So like it was. Thing. Was that like uh, what type of area was that? Was that like a regional area? Was that all over the U.S. or like just? I mean, how big of a scope was that uh, competition? Um, I think it was all over. I think it was you because you get invited to the Junior Olympics and mm-hmm. you just gotta do go to your local uh, gym, gymnastics meets and then I guess they find you or. Maybe you send him film, but I can't really remember. I was only ten, and I was yeah, I Olympics, so I was like, okay. Yeah. Do you use? Do you ever use that as brag game? Like, like when you're like you and your buddy are like going at each other, and you're like, bro, I was in the Junior Olympics, man. What have you done? Um, no, not really. I don't. I don't ever use it. As you're a not brag. a. You're not. A, you're not a bragger much, are you? I. I uh, I, I've known you a little. Like I said, we've had a few interactions, and I've never known you to be one that really talked too much trash. You kind of just go out there and and let everything <laughs> speak for itself. Yeah, I don't. I don't like talking. I'm not really good at talking trash, so that's why I don't do it. <laughs> well, then wow. me. It, so, but you can do it in so many. I think there was an interview that just surfaced about Tim Duncan, and he used to trash talk with just like, "Oh, nice shot," or like, "Hey." Uh, that was trash, or like he would be so like quick with it and small, and they said it used to drive NBA players crazy. So you don't have to be good at it, dude. Just throw some jabs in there every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> but you've got to be able to back it up. But anyway, so uh, guy, your play, uh, your the running back. Now, what side? What do you play on? Uh, do you play defense? Yeah, I play defense. I play outside linebacker. 
outside linebacker. So, I mean, are you laying the leading hit stick on? Leading tackler last season. Le- leading tackler. So, you're laying the hit stick on some people then? Uh, yeah. I like, I, like, I like tackling. I do like hitting people. So, hey, for all the young listeners out there, what, how, what's the proper way to tackle? Give us one key for hitting people. What do you got to do? It's better to hit somebody than get hit. Uh, I, <laughs> if, if, you're, if, you're, if that's not Ricky Bobby info, I don't know what it is. It's, if you're not first, you're last. Hit people, but don't get hit. Or, well, it's better to hit than to get hit. Um, yeah, if you go in there timid, and then they're, they're going to hit you. But if you go in there and hit them, it, it won't hurt at all. Hey, get no. this stat, Kenny. He had a, his, this is a crazy. He had 32 solo tackles last year. Like 32. Hey. That's crazy. Well, you know, when we get talking about Guy and we talk about his background in gymnastics and everything else like that, it it starts to make a little sense that he can do some of these things like that. Um, but, uh, Jimmy, do you have some of his stats in front of you? What 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 was his – do you know what his uh, average per rush was? Yeah, he had, he had 148 rushing attempts for 1,140 rushing yards last season with 11 touchdowns. 114 yards a game with 1.1 touchdowns rushing wow. per game. So you had a that's thousand crazy. yard rushing season. That's a 148 rushes. That's a pretty big. That's a that's a. What do y'all play? Twelve games. Uh, so no, I mean it's ten games played. Play, we only play yeah. ten regular season. Yeah. So you was averaging uh, uh, about 14 carries a game then. Yeah. Uh, which that's a medium workload. Do you think that you think you'll carry a little more this year? Um, no, actually, I think I might get less because we got three running backs this year. Last year, we didn't have uh, very many. Like, we, I think I was me or – we didn't have very many running backs last year. But this yeah. year, we got kids from uh, Macquarie County. We had three transfers come in and uh, okay, two yeah. running backs. And they um, are capable of carrying the ball. And I think that it'll give it'll be better because we got three guys coming at you, you know. And Yeah. Will you, be a, will you play any wide receiver at all? Oh, sure. Yeah. I'll play some uh, H H receiver. Yeah. Okay. Hey, God. I'm, did they play, did they play Thursday I'm, night? Uh, did we play Thursday? No, did they play Thursday night? These the the transfers from McCurry Central or McCurry? Uh, well, two of them did, but one of them did not because he uh was hurting. But okay, okay, yeah, okay, I remember. Yeah, okay. <laughs> God, so, I'm looking it, at this. I'm looking at this article from Commonwealth. Uh, journal and it's sitting here saying that the headline is Somerset wins with the Guy Bailey show. Have you seen this article, dude? Uh, I yes, yeah, I have. Where you where it shows this is unreal, y'all. I don't know if Jimmy, you saw this. Somerset sophomore running back Guy Bailey rushed for a single game school record of 408 yards. And they were trying to induct some past football legendary players into the Hall of Fame, and it literally says Guy Bailey stole the show. So, dude, you you have got some wheels, man. Did you rush for 400 yards in a game? Yeah. Scored five touchdowns as the Briar Jumpers no won way. 56 to what? 20. Breakout game. Well, hold on, wait, wait, no. <laughs> oh, guys, I don't, I don't, I don't know if y'all are understanding the scope of this. Yeah, he so rushed. That's what I'm saying. Oh, for I know. 400 <laughs> yards. Like, like I, I came in carries. Through. Let's see here. I'm trying to find it up. It says, uh, his. Uh, even more impressive than Bailey's massive amount of rushing yards is that how he scored his touchdowns of runs 27 yards, 72 yards, 60 yards, 48 yards, and 64 yards. And he also averaged a mind-boggling 17 yards per carry. So I'm not Gosh. seeing exactly an amount, but dude, well, it's like just hand this guy the ball and he's gone. 
Well, anybody got a calculator, do 400 and some divided by 17, and you'll get how many carries he's got. Oh, I see. That's your teacher coming out. God, don't listen to this guy, man. He's a little 24. Man, 24. 24 carries. Guy, I'm sorry. I'm just 400. <laughs> we were speechless, dude. Like, what? Yeah, it was, man, that's uh, got that's got to feel good, dude. Yeah, it was it was a good game. It was um, sadly it was only one of the season that year, but well, I it was a good one. I mean, <laughs> for for you, but all right, hey, uh, let's talk a little bit about your team and stuff, and and kind of move on in that direction. A guy, I mean, there, I mean, I did a poll on the, one of our Twitter accounts, and it you know it's got you guys. You playing uh, Garrett, it's, and everybody kind of picked you all to win. I, I mean, you're, it's kind of in that fifty-fifty range. I think people think that you all can have a good year, but there's still a lot of people that maybe doubt. Well, I mean, what do you all think? What's your mindset going in, and, and what's your all's expectations this year? You know, our expectations we're expect we're expecting to make a deep run in the playoffs, and uh, I expect us to do really well. We got the like I said, we got those guys from. Uh, McQuarrie, uh, Kylon is one of their names. He's about six five, defensive end, and he's an absolute stud. But um, we got Dre. He's about six foot two, running back. He's big. He's fast. And we also got Lee. He's also really good. And he's he's a more shorter scat back. And um, our O line is all we got. They're all coming back. They're all seniors, and I love them. And they're big and they're aggressive. And our team has gotten way better, way better. So uh, I expect us to do pretty good this year. That sounds good. Jimmy, do you have any questions for Guy? Hey, Guy, I know you guys came out at uh, preseason number seven on our voters that we had that voted you guys in at preseason number seven. But I'm, I'm going to be honest. There's two of your – you're talking about your offensive line. There was two offensive linemen that stood out to me when I watched you guys play the other night, and I did not who, know who they were. And I got to go back and look at this tweet because I can't remember their numbers, but they were huge. I think it was uh, on the left side of the field, on the left side of the line. It was probably uh, 66 and 61, Lucas Childers and Nate Hart. Yes, uh, that's it. That's it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lucas Childers, he's like – I think he might be pushing six four, and he's about two eighty. Oh, he was a big guy. He was a big. He was big. Uh, well, that's why Guy Bailey runs for four hundred yards right there. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Trying to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, I guy. We're, we're taking all your credit away from you, man. You're you're running behind tanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited for the season. Hey, man, we are, we're definitely we're excited for you and. Uh, gonna love like i said covering you down there and and hopefully we can get to some games and and uh different things like that we uh lady oh you yeah i we're planning on being there if i can get off work i'm gonna be there i'm sure jimmy will be there lee's he's yeah, a, he, there. he films uh another team but hey guy you need to get white raven media to to get you some highlight film going i mean that's he he's the best in the area people just don't know it yet but yeah. they're they're learning. They're learning. Uh, Lee, do you have anything you want to ask, Guy, before we shut this uh, thing down? Yeah, I got a quick question for you, Guy. Um, I'm like, I have my traditions and, and things like that, and I, you know, I've asked a couple players this, and I'm so curious on like the mindset of like players, especially like a Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer like you, dude, with 408 yards. Yeesh. Is there anything that uh, is there anything that you do like? 
every game or every day like is there a, a ritual or a tradition that you do like do, do you wear the same socks or like do you do you listen to billy eilish before you go like out there like is there any like <laughs> any go-to thing that you absolutely have to have before every game to uh to feel like you're in the mindset that you need to be um my thing i think is i mean it's kind of like you gotta hydrate you know but like i've always i always drink seven water bottles before a game like wow. seven water bottles <laughs> it just a thing that I've kind of got to do. Yeah. Is there, but, is there is seven like a number that you cling on to? Is there a reason well, behind seven? It's or? his number. It's my number. Oh, yeah, okay. Number. <laughs> I'm looking right at it. I, the ball's covering it up and 408 and the highlight reel's covering it up. So, but uh, I, I, okay, that's pretty sweet. I didn't even think to put it together like that. So yeah. just seven water bottles. You're not like smashing up like seven Philly cheesesteaks before? No, no way. <laughs> I, I, like to be on a, I like to be on a light, light, light lunch so I can feel like I'm moving out there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Now, all right, that, that's all I got. I will tell, I will tell you this, uh, guy, his grandparents, guy, guy's mom, and like I said, guy's whole family are great people. I only know his mom's side of the family, and uh, I grew up in Waynesburg, went to Waynesburg Elementary. Guy, your grandma worked at Waynesburg for a period of time when I was in third fourth grade something like that but they are great people they're from the wangsburg area I, do they still live in the wangsburg area yeah my biba she still lives in the she still lives in wangsburg hey see i, I man wangsburg i'm wangsburg guy connection i'm just telling you for some reason all the great players have some type of connection to me i, I don't know what it is <laughs> <laughs> Don't hype yourself up too much, bro. Well, I, you know, I'm all, I always try to make it all about me anyway. So anyway, but anyway, guy, man, we appreciate you so much. I've not got too many crazy questions for you, uh, but I had one in my head and I just lost it. It just went away. Can you, didn't you do your random that? questions? You did random questions you usually do. So I do random questions, and I just like I totally went blank. <laughs> That's what happens when you get old, guy. Yeah, just, and I got. got also, let me just go. It. Let me just go ahead and filibuster while he's trying to remember his stuff. I, I want to apologize that this has been basically like a when you go to like a friend's house and then your the parents of the friends come over to you and they're like, I remember when you were this big and you were like in your diapers <laughs> and I used to rock you on my knee. That's what this feels like with Kenny Gooden right now. No. Like, <laughs> I used to play with your mom back in the old days. We used to have Tonka <laughs> trucks I, and all this stuff. Hey, and, see, listen, listen. I've got to make the connection because like it, it, you guys are just dudes. I'm family, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, hey, hey, uh, hey, guy, I got I got one more question for you while while Kenny thinks of his man. So, um, in, in all the positions that you've played, um, you said you did a little defense, did a little running back, and 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 scat back. I'm I'm not even sure what that is, but it sounds like a position that's like a like a just a beast of a position. What has been your favorite position, like a, a, as you've been able to move around the football uh, field? What what's the what's the one that you feel like is like where your element is at? Offensive wise. Uh, running back probably is my uh position that I feel most comfortable at. But mm -hmm. uh, defense, um, I really like safety. But safety, um, yeah. But I can't. Uh, we got we got a lot of safeties, a lot of good players, and uh, they need me at linebacker. So that's just where I play. You know, I, I I'd rather play safety, but you know, I, the team needs me at linebacker, so I play linebacker. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't trying to put you in a position where you're like, hey, put me in this position. I was. I know you're a team player, and you'll do whatever the team require needs you to do, man. But I, I just didn't know if there was something that like you like when you're when you're in that position, you know that you're going to get some hits and, and all that. Is there is there anything that like um, is there anything like that feeling of when you get to lay somebody out? Like, have you ever had that like feeling of like when you used to send somebody on their butt? Have you ever had that opportunity yet? <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't haven't decapitated nobody yet, but yeah, no helmets um, been flying I, off yet. Guy no, would, I, pr- he'd probably feel bad about it and help the guy up. <laughs> what he would do? Am I wrong? He probably would. Um, no, you're kind of wrong because on the football field, you know, you gotta have a different mindset. You know, you can't just be yeah. just a nice guy on the football field, or you'll just get. Hey, I like, I like you. I like. He's gonna put hey, somebody on his butt and do a do a backflip to- somersault over his body like Allen Iverson did Tyloo. He's gonna make some like huge gymnastics move right after he puts him on the ground. Uh, I, I I can't remember my question I had. It was really good, but I will ask you this: Who's your favorite NFL football team? Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. What? Oh my God! Uh, Jesus, man, the Bengals. Their fan base is growing. All right, who's your favorite I've been a college Bengals fan though? I ain't no bandwagon. I've been a bandwagon. Oh, yeah. He ain't no bandwagon. He's been in the grind on those 0-16 seasons. <laughs> right. 0-16, we were, two, we were two. We won two games. Oh, you got two games that year. My bad. My bad. Hey, you do know the Bengals have been to the Super Bowl twice, correct? Or three uh, times now. I know once we lost to the Niners, but I don't well, know the other one. They lost to the 49ers again, who is my favorite team. Just so. Just throw it out there. All right. Who's your – Who's your favorite college football team? Uh, UK. Ah, oh, oh, yeah, We got All Alabama right. fan and a Louisville fan. All right, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite high school football team? Uh, Somerset Bar Jumpers. Let's what? go! Hey, don't hey. you don't you put him in a position? Easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your favorite European football team? Football. European football teams. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, guy, man, this has been fun. I appreciate you. We appreciate you. Uh, looking forward to watching you and, and hopefully to have you back on maybe after a big game or something other. And uh, anything we can do to help you uh, moving forward, man, just let us know and, and we'll be here for you. We appreciate you and we thank you. Uh, this is the South Central Sports Podcast. And Guy Bailey, Guy Bailey, thank you very much, man. Thank you guys for having me. All right, we'll see you guys next time. White Raven Media is a proud sponsor of the South Central Sports Podcast and all 12th Region Sports. Last year, I was blessed and honored to work with some amazing talent, but that was only the beginning. Now, it's time to put the focus on you. I want your stories of success, your stories of failure, and most importantly, the hard work recognized for the sacrifices that you guys have made to get to where you're at. Just DM me on Facebook, IG, or Twitter if you want to get your hard work the recognition it deserves. On Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at, at the White Raven Media. And on Twitter, it's just at White Raven Media. Thank you so much, and let's get your story the focus it deserves. Thank you, and God bless. Thank you.